This is Hey guys, welcome to another episode of I have like a gas in my stomach. I feel like I'm having a heart attack. What? And I'm, you know, I know, it's a long story. Welcome to Open Tabs. My name is Burke Kreischer. I'm your host. We go through all the tabs that I've opened throughout the weekend. And then we cover them easily, 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 easily. We have I have three things that I'm dying to talk about. Number one, the steak king, Paul Baldwin, came back with new videos. Steak porn, did you see it? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, it's fucking killing me. Kristen and Danny emailed me. They are up for being on the podcast. If you don't know, they're my fake, favorite Christian couple. They're bloggers. We're going to get to that in a second. But the most interesting thing on the internet that I'm going to be honest with. I know this dude. I mean, I know I know him, but I don't know him. Like, I don't know him, know him. But I know him, you know. But if I, I don't, if I ran into him, he may not remember me. He's a guy that got me into the business. I credit him with him teaching me how to sell a TV show. Will Smith jumped out of a helicopter for his 50th birthday. Now, initially when I saw this, oh, we are definitely talking about Cat Williams and Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish. I'm getting my sister's ball back. Did you watch that? Mm-mm. And we'll talk about Chanel West Coast. Uh, I'm just, I went through a fucking spiral of her. We're also going to talk about M. Night Shyamalan sounding like uh, a famous comedian. Who does he sound like? If you watch him talk, who does it remind you of? All these and me calling my wife from Jim and Sam with Ricky Gervais and telling my daughter that I don't talk during sex. Uh, That's kind of a, it's a, it's a teaser. It's a teaser. The most interesting thing on the internet, in my opinion, is Will Smith jumping out of a helicopter. Now, Initially, I this is going to be a short one, everyone, because I have to catch a flight. Oh, really, Bert? 45 minutes? Yeah. Why do you talk to yourself like that? I don't fucking know. Um, Will Smith, for his 50th birthday, was going to jump out of a helicopter over the Grand Canyon, something that had been pitched to me a million times on Birth Conquer. Um, Coverage-wise, it was very difficult to shoot. It's uh, just with two cameras, it's a really difficult shoot. So we never did it. It's easier to be state like you'd need someone in the helicopter and you need someone on a wide lens and you just don't have you could GoPro it out, but you need someone that is a fucking movie star to cover it. Now, initially, when I heard this, I just it bothered me. It bothered me. It bothered me. Why? I don't know. I, it just rubbed me wrong. So I was like, I don't I don't want my movie stars doing that shit. Because it's too dangerous. No, I felt like he. I felt like he'd be acting. I felt like they're. Like, it's like watching... I, I don't get jazzed when Tom Cruise jumps out of an airplane with James Corden. Like, oh, th- yeah. that doesn't... It was cool to watch James Corden's uh, reactions. Yeah, that was the most fun part. <clears throat> but there's something narcissistic about Tom Cruise jumping out of an airplane. He looks so cocky. He was just like... So cocky. And, and part of me was like, dude, you're Will Smith. You're my movie star. I signed up for you in like 1987. I was like, you're my guy. When he did Six Degrees Separation, I was which is probably 1989. Now that I think about it, I was like, I was like, dude, you got everything. You're a good-looking guy. You you know how to act. You know how to emote emotion. And then when I met him, I was like, bro, I'm he's my I literally he's my guy forever, forever. I've always told jokes about Will, uh, not always, but I had the joke about thinking that uh, him and his group wanted to have sex with me one time. It's a joke, obviously. It's a true story, but it's a lighthearted remembrance of Will. I hope I'm never... I hope never that Will would ever watch me do anything and think that I'm ever doing anything but celebrating him. I love him. But when I saw this, I got rubbed wrong. I was like, I don't know, man. It just... It just... It reeks of thirstiness. Like, you're turning 50, you're starting a YouTube channel. Like, I don't know. Just seem like... Come on. Well, what are you doing? Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. I, did, I was like, why, why is he starting a YouTube channel? I mean, I understand Instagram 
and he's got like full production Instagram going on right yeah. now. But a YouTube channel with stunts? Well, hold on. Don't think that you know what I'm going to say about everything, but I do because we're going to put a pin in this and go to the YouTube channel. Okay. Will is a guy that comes from traditional media, sitcom, rap albums, platinum rap albums, um, end of movies, blockbuster movies, publicists, and 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 with the grain movie stardom, right? I, with the grain is I just say like he was part of the part of the machine. I hope Will's watching this and he's like, machine's an interesting word. Maybe I'll Google that. And then he's like, Wilbert, you got involved with the Russian mafia, so. And then he watches someone like Kevin Hart or The Rock show up and they're murdering it on social media, right? Yeah. They're insta-storing from movies and building traction from movies that aren't necessarily sometimes the best movie, but we're so vested in it because we sat through production with them. What's the one where they become... uh, Central Intelligence. Central Intelligence. Not the best movie in the world, in my opinion. Uh -uh. I mean, look... You know I'm a huge Rock and Kevin Hart fan. So, like, I, I hope I'm not sounding like I'm shitting on anybody. I'm very, very one-note performance from Kevin Hart. <laughs> I think The Rock's most varied performance, but even still insecure at times because it's a it was an acting stretch for him in parts to be that guy. It was a good movie, though. I watched the whole thing. You know why? Because I followed both of them on set in the middle of stunts uh-huh. insta storing instagramming i gotta say i don't remember the movie but i remember when the rock was doing an instagram story and he pans down to his finger and it's fucking broken in half in one direction oh. and he's like well gotta go to the hospital and he just like has the best attitude about it i remember that i don't really remember the movie i don't remember the movie either i remember that too yeah but that's the whole point is that here's will late to the game doesn't really have a privacy is his number one thing. Doesn't really have like his kids are all in the industry, but he's I think he's kind of keeps mum about them. He knows that he has this, you know, he's old school. Yeah, he legit is old school. He is legit, and he's only fifty. I'm forty five, and I'm I'm killing it in the fucking media game. Like Will probably looks at me and is like, "Bird, how do you do it?" <laughs> I want to start. I want to start a podcast. They get twenty thousand views on on fucking. So I, I get why he's doing this. I, you know, I understand. I understand the need. Is that maybe his bankability as a movie star has suffered because of his lack of of visibility online? It's just like if you're not in someone's hand, you're not in their life. I guess. I mean. I think the only reason my Netflix special did well is because I'm so fucking all over Instagram that people were like, oh, this fucking guy again. Fuck it. Let's turn it on. And then they watch it and they're like, oh, he's a really talented comedian. Oh, he's comedy's his number one fucking interest. So I think that's part of the thing is if you play the game, people then are in your hand and then they go to watch your movies. And Will is a great actor. Why wouldn't he give himself all the ammunition to make what he could make in the, in the box office? And so, but still... It's like you respect those guys that just don't fuck with Instagram at all. You respect Johnny Depp when you're like, like if Johnny Depp started an Instagram page, that would be too weird. I would fucking follow it in a heartbeat to see his Insta oh, stories I that he love was it. unaware that he was recording. How how, how does this work? Hey, how, 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 how Keith Richards is here with me. I'm sitting with Keith Richards and Doug Stanhope. Uh, that's actually a really good Johnny Depp impression. Yeah, and so 
I was initially frustrated by this. I was like, don't jump into my game and beat me at my game within a day. Especially doing stuff I did. That's what I think that's all the stuff. Like, I did all these fucking stunts. I bungee jumped. I've done all this shit. I've done it all of it. And then last night I sat down and I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm in. I'm gonna watch it. Bro, it is fucking awesome. Really? Will Smith jumping in a helicopter. Because what you forget is he's a movie star. He's a movie star for what reason? Because he can translate and emote energy to an audience with very subtle gestures. Those subtle, subtle gestures are natural to him. Those are naturally in his wheelhouse, in who he is as a human being. So whereas I'm not the best actor, sometimes I have a hard time emoting energy or it comes out one note, like panic, like Kevin Hart. <laughs> Will Smith gets, he's standing, it starts with him standing on the edge of a helicopter. I have to say they cut back and forth to his family who's hanging out with Alonzo Ribeira and his family is fucking gorgeous. His family is such a ideal family. They look so close. They're all so fucking good looking. Every single one in his family is a fucking 10. I couldn't tell which ones were the guys and which ones were the girls. They're all fucking beautiful. <laughs> Did you see that picture of his his wife, I believe her mom, and then the daughter? No. And it, it was like a workout picture. And like the grandma has a six pack. <laughs> yeah, Jada's got ridiculous DNA. So fuck, fuck that. Yeah. Um, I am, so I am in immediately i am in immediately there's certain moments in this as someone who did this for a living where i'm like shit holy fucking shit this is by the way bring me more shit all i'll say is if you're listening will bring me more shit like this do more shit like this make 50 your fucking year do crazy shit i want to see you go hella skiing i want to see you do everything i did on birth the conqueror i'm being dead serious take it there's a bungee there's a rope swing in south africa that it's uh, moses mabita stadium i want to see you do that there's a rope swing in uh new zealand that they do the chair of death i want to see you do that i want to see you go skydiving with tom cruise that's what i want to see i want to see that i want to see you buy a motorcycle i want to see you uh i want to see you do everything that really celebrates life for your 50th your fucking midlife crisis because there's something about his eyes that shows genuine honest, honest panic in a in, it's a side of him we've never really seen that is so fucking real i was blown the fuck away at how invested i was in this my hands started sweating yeah they start going up and you see the helicopter fucking let's just take a little bit of look at the very beginning you can see it in his eyes at the very fucking beginning because dude i've been here you're harnessed in once you get harnessed in there's no going back and he's standing on the on the edge of a helicopter on the fucking rudder or whatever the the fucking landing gear of a helicopter and he's got to stand outside the helicopter the second i saw this i went thank god we never did this i would have fucking died by the way i will say bungee jumping is the safest form of thrill seeking you can find it is fucking awesome it's so much safer than anything else you can ever fucking do i've seen too many videos of people hitting the ground you have not seen any videos of anyone ever hitting the ground oh, that don't yes. exist have. They don't exist. I refuse to buy it. Here we go. Will Smith. Okay. Now, now that's now. By the way, I'm going to break this down a little bit. That's Will Smith going. Yes, sir. That's him being confident actor. But that is not who is about to show up. Hmm. That is confident. Sell a script in the room. Will Smith. That is one love. Will Smith. That is. Uh, 
Hey, do you guys have a private room, Will Smith? That is, hey, is the jet ready to take off, Will Smith? But that is not the Will Smith we're going to see in a matter of seconds. Do you know who we're going to see? The Will Smith that will walk his grandmother down to the store in Miami to go play her lottery tickets. We're going to see the Will Smith who went into high school and wasn't confident until he met a little guy named Jeff who then said, I can be a DJ if you can rap. And Will Smith's like, I'm not a gangster. And he's like, well, what do you know about? And he's like, my parents just don't get me. Do you think that would work? That's the Will Smith we're about to see in a matter of seconds. The Will Smith that said to Jada he loved her for the first time. The Will Smith that was in the room when all those gorgeous kids were born, born. That is the Will Smith we're about to see right now. Look at wait, look in his eyes. Look in his eyes. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Helicopters taking off. This is all very fucking real. Right? Look at watch his eyes. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! I've been there! I've fucking been there! Just Huh? Are we really doing this? Am I putting my life in all these motherfuckers' hands? This guy that smells like cigarettes and looks like he was on the road crew for Metallica in the 80s? And now he's running a helicopter fucking launch? Oh, look, he's bouncing. Look in those eyes. Oh, did you see that nervous smile? The Will Smith nervous smile. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Let's skip forward and let's get to the part where they are fucking going up in the air. Look at this. Look at this. This is up in the air. Now, there's a moment in here where they go, we got the green light. And then the guy goes, no, negative. We do not have the green light. That's where it gets drama. Look at this. They are thousands of feet in the air. They are. Now, what they've done is they've dangled the cord in two different ways. So they've the cord is under the helicopter, but they've kind of tethered it a couple places so it didn't get caught on anything. And Will is hooked to the cord. So if you're listening, he's hooked to the cord. He's got a big bungee on his chest, by the way. Fucking smart move. Bungie jumped a ton of times in my life. You never want to do it at your ankles. It is fucking sucks. What do you mean? Do never do a bungee jump at your ankles. It just sucks dick. Always do it from your chest. Because you're upside down. You're upside you're down done? and they draw you up upside down and it sucks. It just sucks. Mm. It's like, oh, it looks cool. Oh, am I a Mountain Dew commercial? But it just sucks. <laughs> that was just terrible. What was that? What was that? Let's just find out what was just terrible. Look, he's leaning in awkwardly into the fucking helicopter. Like, he's not hes not movie star right now. He's, like, bent over, like, okay. They said prison wasn't going to be that bad. Look, he's trying to do shots to the camera. And by the way, I will tell you, that is the one, and if Will's listening to this, he fucking knows. The one solace he has in life right now is that camera. When you are in those moments, you can find solace in the camera. You disconnect from your own emotions and you play to the camera. That's why he's doing that. Trust me, I've been down this road so much. This is my favorite video I've seen all fucking year. I could do the whole show on this one video. <laughs> look at him leaning in. Okay. Oh, look, look at his eyes. Look at He's doing the squint I do, just, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here. You could find these looks in my face in every video I did. Now, I will say, Will is 10 times cooler than I've ever been in one of these because my panic is a 10 times higher, and I'm sure he didn't drink Tito's all night and wake up at 4 in the morning falling out of the bed going, I'm falling. This is why I love this video. I don't know if this was his intention. I'm not certain if this is what he thought would be. I don't know what he thought. I know what he thought. I know what he thought when he thought he'd do this. He said, um, someone said, you should do something big. You're probably having a glass of red wine with a bunch of friends, right? 
They're like, you should do something big for your 50th. And he's like, I agree. What do you want to do? And they're like, you should like go like skydiving. And he was like, eh, fuck skydiving. I don't fucking fuck it. Everyone's gone skydiving. And they're like, no, no, no. Well, you launch your channel. You do something big. And then they, and then I guarantee you one guy, probably Farnsworth Bentley. Remember that guy? Mm-mm. No, you got to be old if you do. But I walked in with a clipboard and said, what about bungee jumping over the Grand Canyon? And they're like, how do you do that out of a helicopter? And he's like, I'm in. It's super brave. When you hear it the first time, you're like, I'm in. And then like... A week goes by, two weeks goes by, and then one night you're like, am I going to fucking do this? This is stupid as shit. And that's the look in his eyes right now of like, fuck, this is real. Look, the helicopter is bouncing around. It is literally like doing these numbers. The helicopter... I wonder if this is as enjoyable for anyone who didn't do this for a living. No, you're breaking it down really well. Because for me, having done this for a living, this is fucking gold. This is everything I went through. This is why you do these things. That little head shake he just did, dude, he's Will fucking Smith. He's got more money than you'll ever make in your entire life. I'm not, that's not, I'm just saying like, there's not a lot of, there's worries in his life, but they're different worries. But all of a sudden, right? Cut all that bullshit out of his life. The beautiful family, the big houses, whatever car he wants, whatever vacation he wants, whatever he wants to do creatively, cut all that out, right? And then take you. Um, you're going through kidney dialysis right now. I know I'm talking to one guy. You run a forklift, right? You blow glass for a living and you listen to this in your ear and you're thinking, I don't ever have what Will Smith has. Well, you know what? If you get into this moment, you can pull all that bullshit away and it becomes primal. Therapy instantaneously. All the bullshit's pulled out of your life. The bills, the fucking family, the, the cat that's sick, the cat that brings rats into your house. And all of a sudden, you and Will share an exact moment. You're both shaking your heads going, I don't want to die. And that is what it comes down to. You're so in the fucking moment. I've shared those, those eyes with him. And that is what is beautiful about this video. That is why, I got to be honest with you, I would never do... <clears throat> birth conquer again i mean i just never get in roller coasters i really don't have a want for it but i don't have i'm not afraid of doing a straight up adventure show again because there's something primal in that and by the way i haven't even hit i haven't even hit pay dirt on what i consider the fucking money shot of this the money shot of this and i'll tell you why in a second let's get back to will panicky never look down Okay, he's in the camera. That's where the, you see the facade drop. It's these moments that you steal of him forgetting they're filming. That's the beauty of it. But never look down. That's so fucking real. By the way, it's a hacky line. He would never put that in one of his movies. But it's real in the moment. And everyone connects with it because I've been there. First time I went skydiving, they're like, don't look down. And I looked out like this. I looked out and then I couldn't help it. And I went, oh, this looks like I'm on Google Maps. <laughs> I was like, I'm jumping into Google Maps right now? <laughs> Fuck this. Fuck this! All right, let's get to the jump. Gorgeous family, son from his first fam wife. Look at that face. Look at that. It's just so fucking real. You're probably saying if you're seeing this, he only looks like he's maybe 400 feet off the ground. Maybe I'm guessing, maybe maybe 200 feet off the ground. But remember, he's over the Grand Canyon, so that drops. Google how deep the Grand Canyon is. I think it's like uh, like another hundred feet, maybe 20 feet, maybe 400, maybe thousand, maybe 3,000 feet. Google Grand Canyon. Here we go. Back to it. Stand by. 
This is where Will's losing his mind. He's like, God damn it. Everyone hurry the fuck up. But he can't because that's what I did every fucking time. How deep is Grand Canyon? 6,000 oh! it's, it's a mile deep. 6,000 feet? It's a mile deep. Fuck that! <laughs> he is 6,400 feet in the sky. Okay. This is where they're getting in position. Camera's getting ready. Cameraman always takes so fucking long. Oh, I gotta double check everything. Here we go. We're just gonna get you to my two favorite parts now. That is when they go negative, negative. We're getting the cameras ready. How much one about we get pulled down for this? It's YouTube red. He's smiling, fake smile, staring at a cameraman, going, hurry the fuck up, motherfucker. that standing by standing by not yet standing by that's the fucking moment now let's get to the jump okay and i'll walk you through it as a talent who's done this you are so in the moment it's amazing how close you can listen to detail the thing about anything you do like this if, I, if it's skydiving if it's bungee jumping if it's uh scuba dive scuba diving is a little more complicated in my opinion but any of these types of things it's always like three bits of instruction all right i'm gonna need you to let pull your hands back take one and one big step and if you just follow the simple instructions and i know i'm just talking about jumping out of a helicopter but it's it's amazing how clear your mind is in these moments and this guy's giving him instruction all right you're untethered from underneath what i'm gonna have you do is one step back and one big push and i love that the guy pushes him off pushes him off the way that the fucking guys in, in south africa did it for me Let's do this as a TV show, Will. Let's do this to all our fucking celebrities. Let's make a show. This is my one idea that's going to turn into a bit. We're going to scrap that because I'm not pitching my bit to you. But let's do this with Leonardo DiCaprio. Let's do this with Jonah Hill. Let's do this with celebrities and just see the fucking realness in them. Do this. That look on his face right in there should be a fucking t-shirt. Let's see if we can get an even better look. Oh, shit. Oh, someone please tighten this up. Get it pixelated and screen grab this fucking face. It is Will Smith's O face. This is the best fucking face I've seen to date. Holy shit. Now this, now we've seen him jump. This has all been great. We're going to wrap this up right now. And I want to wrap this up in a way that uh, I hope makes sense. These moments right here, I, it's, they're hard to put into words. It, there's been so much anticipation, so much fear, so many sleepless nights, so many cocktails had in anticipation for this, that when it's over, it's, it is the singular best feeling you'll ever have in your life. And I know people go, oh. What about hitting 11 on uh, on the roulette table on the Cowhead Cruise seven years ago when you put 100 down? It felt great. What about the birth of your second child? Feels fucking awesome. What about the birth of your first child? F fucking great. They're all great. 
but none of them compare to living, to being alive, to, to affirming your life, to affirming the fact that you get to have pizza tomorrow. That you get to see your family again. That you Because these are all very real fears. Before you go bungee jumping or skydiving. And not everyone. Just regular people. Regular people like me and Will Smith. Okay? Not you, the fucking thrill seeker. Who's like, dude, bungee jumping is fucking pussy. pussy I, any pussy can do bungee jumping. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Turn this off. I fucking don't like you, okay? I'm talking about regular fucking people. Regular fucking people who pee sitting down and check their stool after they get up and regular people, regular fucking people who have Instagram accounts and YouTube channels like me and Will fucking Smith. You know what? It is so life affirming that you're at a loss of words. I'm at a loss of words right now. All I know is that you go, I get to do it again. That's all you think. I get to live life. I get to go to lunch now. I get to order whatever the fuck. I, that was part of the reason I gained so much weight on Travel Channel is I would have these every fucking morning. And then the second I was done, I was like, uh, two pizzas, wings. Do you have those? Uh, can I just get uh, the fucking meatballs on the side? Awesome. Can you get the meatballs on top of the wings? And four Tito's and sodas. Doubles, please. No, no big glass. No lime. You're having a just got out of prison meal every day. Every fucking day. You have one. By the way, you didn't eat before this. And so you, you fucking right. celebrate. Mm -hmm. And then that night you celebrate. And you can't stop talking about it. And here's why I connected with Will. This is why this is my favorite video I've seen on the internet in at least a week. <laughs> this is why this is such a great video. Is because Will Smith, in all his superiority... All his fucking glow, all his stardom, all his insight, all his life experiences is whittled down to one word the entire time he bounces under a helicopter. One word. He doesn't expound on it like Jack Kerouac or William Burroughs. He doesn't fucking freestyle on it the way he would in a, in a fucking studio at the hip factory on the Upper West Side. He doesn't spit fire he is a lyricist let's not forget the man we found the man based on his lyrical abilities his abilities to poetically encapsulate feelings of youth and now he's at his youth he's at the youngest he's ever gonna be he's 50 but he's fucking alive like the day he was born and he can now tell us what he's feeling and what does he say the entire time yet no words no words no words still Yo. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. It is, this is gorgeous. By the way, I've said that. I've said that exact fucking line. This is gorgeous. Because you're looking at the world in brand new eyes from a vantage point no one gets. You're looking at the, the world for the first time again. Mm. And from a vantage point, no one gets. When you pull a shoot and you see the world from Google Maps height and you know you're alive, you're like, 
Fuck yes. When you're in a canyon and you fall off a fucking pterodactyl and you swing out to the canyon, drop 200 feet and swing out, and you're looking at Colorado in a canyon, you're seeing it from a place no one gets to see it, only birds. Yo. Yo. Kisses to the family, right? But look. Yo. can't yo yo that's all he's saying is yo 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 and then now he's gonna say that was amazing that was amazing guy speaks for a living he's a lyricist he's a poet he's a writer he prose are his strong suit and all we've heard from him is, is yo and oh my god, that's it. You can't talk. This is some of the most beautiful stuff I've ever seen in my life. You can't. This is gorgeous. He's, he's repeated the same sentence over and over again. And I think that is what it can, I connected with in this video the most is I've been there. I've been there. We'll, we'll fucking, uh, we'll go right to Bert uh, Rope Swing right from here. And you'll see the exact same fucking, let's see, Bert, rope, swing. You'll see the exact same response in my, now granted, I don't have 12 million views. I only have 250. Look at, okay, now wait, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Look at the look on my face. Do you see that panic look on my face? Do you see that? It's the same Will look Will had. I know that it's a little bit of stretch. I have a lot more panic of you look, and my face is fat, so when fat people panic, it's a little more different than when skinny people panic, and then I'm white. But by the way, what, we should notice the juxtaposition of I have an all-black crew, and Will has an all-white crew. Ooh, talk about progress. Well, I was in South Africa. <laughs> And by the way, don't think I got a little nervous when I got up to the catwalk and noticed the Wu-Tang Clan waiting for me. And I've never had a black guy ever harness me into anything. They do it very differently than the white guys. The white guys, there's always some Kiwi, some Australian going, all right, mate, here's what we're going to do. We're going to step into the harness. We're going to pull up to our waist. We're going to tighten up nice and snug as a bug. All right, we're going to take it over our shoulders. And I'm going to tighten it. I'm going to check it one more time. Jeffrey's going to take it. Jeffrey, you want to take a look? And he's like, sure thing, Joffrey. I'll take a look at that. <clears throat> oh, nice. Tight and tight as a bug. Tight up right there. All right, Bob's your uncle. Do you feel comfortable? I feel comfortable, Jeffrey. Do you feel comfortable, Joffrey? I feel comfortable, Joffrey. All right, but here's what we're going to do. We're going to count it down. Three, two, one, and bungee. Okay, we didn't go that time. Totally understand it. That is. <laughs> what it's like when you do it. When you do it with these, uh, the, these African guys, they, literally they're like, I'm like, you hear me go, are we going to count this down? Like they just were going to jump, just watch. Right on the edge. I'm on the edge. By the way, no instru- you hear no instruction from these guys. These guys, this is their job. This is what they do for a living. And so they're just like, oh, okay, okay. But watch. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Ready? Kind of, uh, count it down. Ready? One. By the way, they weren't gonna count it down. I'm like, count it down. Count are we down? gonna count it down? Uh-huh. You guys gonna? Are we all gonna use the same numbers? Are you gonna uh-huh. click clack? Are we gonna say the same numbers? Two, one, go. The guy pushed me. By the way, it should be noted that he pushed me also to make sure my head cleared. Mm-hmm. Not, I I make a joke about it sometimes. Uh, I will say a little shout out to Will. Should have had a GoPro in your hand and shot it like a gangster. Mm. I wouldn't have mind that shot, a tight of that face. Who the fuck doesn't give him a GoPro? I'll tell you who. I'm certain it's the helicopter people. It's very hard. Anything loose, but I would have taped it to his hand. Mm. I would have taped it to his hand. But that fucking shot, let's just be real for a second. Let's talk about fucking who can DP what. 
Take a look at this fucking shot of my fat face. I wish my beard was a little longer. Ooh, shout out to Joe Rogan. Wearing the Joe Rogan Experience shirt. Yeah, you know why? Because I was scared that morning and I thought if I had a friend on me that I would be safe. And I also thought that if I died with Joe's shirt on that he would probably do benefits for my family for the rest of my life. You wore one of those shirts in the haunted house too. Yeah, every time I got really scared I'd always put on Joe's shirt. Don't shut the fuck up. Oh, secret time, okay? Secret time, I've definitely worn Joe's shirts when I get scared. (laughs) All right, watch this fucking camera work. No! Look at that. Look at how high I am. Right there is the best feeling in the world. It just catches. You know the ride worked. No, words can't describe it. It's fucking guttural. Wow. It's gut, It's primal, man. When you survive, it's primal. I understand there are people that do scarier shit than this. There are guys in wingsuits. I don't know what's wrong with you guys. I'm talking regular people like me and Will Smith. Oh. oh, my God. That's how we end it. Oh, my God. What did Will say? Oh, my God. That's it. I hope you guys enjoy life. I hope you guys find this and it inspires you to do something out of your comfort zone. Trust me, I've lived a life out of my comfort zone. It's probably the reason I drink so much. My liver's healthy. We've got a blood panel back. Sober October starts in four days. But uh, I hope this you watch this and Will Smith inspires you to do something out of your comfort zone. Congratulations to my friend, Will Smith. Happy 50th, brother. Anyone feel free to pull that, post it, tag it, chop it up, whatever. Um, speaking of comfort zone, I did a triathlon. Men's Health covered that. I think what's, we're, we're, how, that was a very long one segment, wasn't it? How long have I done? 35 minutes. <laughs> if they pull that down, that's the whole episode. <laughs> um, uh, I did a triathlon. Let's just get to the my training portion of the shit I shot, okay? Um... This is covered by Men's Health. Right now, there was 4,000 views on it. This is my triathlon coach, Ian Murray. This is uh, this is the stuff I shot. This is, by the way, I think this, this one video changed the way I look at this business. It changed my production because this was funny shit. Men's Health came and they covered me doing the triathlon. You guys know I did the triathlon. But more importantly, they wanted to shoot this video about it, which is fun. But I did a lot of the shooting myself and then gave it to uh to my god damn it what's the fucking name of the fucking guy who did the whole video connor i gave it to connor is it connor it sounds familiar i think yeah did i yeah 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 connor i gave it to connor and i had fun shooting it i had fun doing it i had a lot of fun training sober october is coming up and i thought i'm gonna shoot some of my training then and do videos and give them to someone to edit and make into shorts and post them on my youtube channel whatever it is they'll be obviously they're only gonna be funny i'm not a real fucking I mean, let me rephrase that. I am an elite athlete. Yes. Anyway, let's just go to my training montage that I shot myself. Excites me about buying all the equipment. You haven't seen my bike. Carbon fiber bottle holders. What? That's me swimming. Hold on. You're gonna be great. I can. Here make- we go. Here. Shape. You could get in great shape. All right, I'm going for a run. One mile. It's hot as fucking shit here in LA. I'm gonna do some outdoor open water swims in Alabama and in clear water.
By the way, a lot of people have asked why I'm wearing a life vest on that jump. Uh, what are you, a pussy, Bert? Uh, no, we have rules at the lake house, and that's everyone wears life vests. And if I start breaking the rules, then the girls will break the rules. So suck my dick. Oh, I lost you. Shit. I'm like yoked right now. Like I'm going for a run. That's what athletes do. They go for a workout while everyone plays. Fucking blistering hot. I'm just under two miles. It's taken me 15 minutes to run a mile. I'm not comfortable with the open water swimming portion of this. There's a safeness you get in the pool that you don't get in the open ocean. This scared the shit out of me. Shark week. I'm not losing any weight. I can see muscle under the fat. If I could just get rid of this fat, I'm going to the pool right now. This was fun as fuck to shoot. I gotta be honest with you. Not my best luck. My breaking point will be that first week that I go back on the road and the next week's the triathlon. So it was fun. Uh, check out the video. It's at Men's Health, uh, Men's Health YouTube channel. Um, that was cool. Let's get to the Steak King. Oh, my God. They got this new experience at uh, LAX, the private suite. Have you heard about it? No. Oh, my Why God. Why would I ever hear about that? <laughs> the departure process. Let's check out the private suite. By the way, it costs $3,000, and you enter from the other side of LAX. You go into a private suite that's fucking loaded with all the shit you want, and then they take you in a private car to the plane, and you enter from the jetway. You enter from the private stairs, and you go through TSA at the private suite. It's hassle-free. It's wow. $3,000. Let's see if we can... Oh, I think this is it. Let's see. Look at, they go panic, Los Angeles International Airport, terrorists, uh, scary people. Or the private suite. <laughs> Do you want to take your Bugatti directly to the gate? Let's just say, I mean, I'm sure they have free parking in the valet. I'm sure it's free. It's $3,000. Yeah, the doors open and you, Bruce Wayne, can fly to Singapore for just $3,000. Jason Statham will be waiting to take your car and solve his own mystery while you disappear. Oh, Bruce Wayne, you're black. Okay, not that line. You go in the back way while Jason Statham carries your bag and you wait in here in the private suite where we have cliff bars and sodas all for $3,000. Relax in the private suite with your nook Private suite operations handle everything. They check your bags. They get you through TSA. You take your shoes off. They bring you a cappuccino. And then when it's time to leave, the private suite puts you in a 5 Series BMW while you wait. Oh, no. Then they go. Oh, what they're doing is they're driving your bag. They put your bag in a 5 Series BMW, drive it over to the plane, and put your bag on the plane all while you sit and wait. <clears throat> And then once again, Jason Statham takes you to another. Ooh, now you go through TSA, but there's no one at TSA. Is this $3,000 per flight? Yeah. Oh my God. Private screening. So they're like, it's pretty much, you paid $3,000. If you got a vape pen, go ahead. That's yeah. what they're pretty much saying. <laughs> Driven it across the airfield. To an Air France plane. American Airlines. That's where I'm back in. Or Emirates. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Or they put all the planes in there. Ooh, a United directly to the aircraft. 
where you then get the bird flu from all the people that are on the plane. The private suite. Here are the features. You ready? $3,000. You ready? Personal pantry in each suite. Okay, hold on. Filled with uh, cold cuts or cold meats, cheeses, a fruit plate, a vegetable plate, a salad, some fruit, decaf coffee, hot water coffee, wine, champagne glasses, because I'm certain they have champagne. They have buy, they have orange juice. They have uh, loaded up with beers. Okay, I could probably drink $3,000 worth of booze in there. Business meeting rooms, not a bad. Now, here's the deal. Oh, by the way, and I, I'm not certain of all these details, but in the private suite, it's $3,000 for the suite. So theoretically, if I was traveling with the girls, and I mean, not, I don't, not that we'd ever do this because it just isn't cost effective for us because I fly them coach. <laughs> but uh, you could then take your whole family into the private suite. I might do it for my dad for a treat one time. Like just as a present, just piss away $3,000. Video conference studio. They've got a private bathroom in each suite. That's not bad. It's not bad if you're flying international. It still, it still just doesn't make sense. It's hard to justify. It's really hard yeah. to justify. <laughs> children's toy menu. Here's what's pretty badass, though. Say you got two lunatic kids. Children's play area with tents, outdoor, and a campfire. Planes are taken off next door. Barbed wire fence. <laughs> there are you and your... Uh, trying to think of the scenario where these two women are traveling together your uh aging your your husband's mother and you are traveling together am i just being racist i feel like i am i just can't how is that racial because it's uh it's an asian woman i think and then an old haggard white woman Uh. (laughs) like it's like a pretty asian woman and then this like fucking rough i run a lighthouse like looking white woman And they're both sharing coffee outside by a fire. And I can't see how they'd know each other. I know. People all know each other. But not really. Why would you travel with her? Like, you ha- it has to be your 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 husband grew up in Maine. And uh, his mom and her, her, her new husband, Danny, uh, run a lighthouse. And they have drinking problems. But you make a lot of money because you grew up, you know, rough. And so you needed to... We should text Leanne and tell her we should probably come out and start a podcast. I told her to come at nine. Okay. Head of the state experience at LAX. Former members, for members of the private suite, any airline, any flight, domestic or international. It doesn't, I know a guy who did it for international because he's famous. Is this real? Yeah, it's real. I've said that a lot. How long are you really going to be in that room for? I mean, oh, by the way, I'm getting there 17 hours early. (laughs) I'm going to make my fucking most of it. I'm getting there at least four hours early. I'm going to be literally knocking on other doors. Who are you? Who? Sean (laughs) Puffy Combs, the private suite. Check it out if you're interested. Um, Let's get to the. Let's get to the. It's crazy that everyone found this racist that they cast an Asian woman in Fantastic Beasts. Um, Daughter George and I got into a fight about the what the definition of irony was. Georgia goes, it's when something is unexpected. I go, that's not what irony is, Georgia. Yeah. Like if a guy, if if the cat just started dancing, oh, that's not irony, Georgia. And we got into a big fight. And then I said, it's a, if a fire station burns down, that's irony. And she's like, yeah, no one expects a fire station to burn down. I go, that's not irony, Georgia. When a marriage counselor files for divorce. Yeah, who would see that coming? He's a marriage counselor. I go, no, it's when the exact opposite happens of what you expect to happen. That's irony. And she was like, no, dad. Dad, irony is like, like, 
if the dog started meowing. I go, that's irony. She was like, well, that's what I that's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. Dave Grohl's pre-show drinking ritual is pretty fucking amazing. Has anyone witnessed this? Uh-uh. <clears throat> I'm going to run through these real quick. Oh, I got to show me and Ricky Gervais. Let me just get here. You got to go through the list that you said in the beginning. What was the list? Cat Williams, Tiffany, Chanel West Coast, M. Night Shyamalan. Okay, we'll go through it quickly. Uh, Cat Williams, Kevin Hart called him out, said... It's ridiculous that in the black community that uh, that once you succeed as a black man, the black community tears you down. And then it turns out they fucking destroyed him because he called out Cat Williams saying he pissed away all his opportunities. I'm sh- I know I'm not showing you the video, but I'm just telling you what happened because we're running late and I got to go fly to fucking San Jose. He basically said, you pissed away all your opportunities. By the way, all those pissed away opportunities definitely created opportunity for Kevin Hart, which is ironic. Did I just misuse that one phrase? It's interesting that... Cat Williams trying to travel with a gun to fly to uh, to do the Matthew McConaughey movie Fool's Gold turned out that then Kevin Hart got that project and so what's interesting to me is that Kevin was calling out by the way I'm a huge Kevin fan I'm not at all shitting on Kevin go see his movie Night School Isla and I are going to see it because Isla he is a dyslexics hero they're talking about him in school because like dyslexia is pretty popular and Isla is like Everyone knows Isla has dyslexia she walks into the men's room all the time so so she. Uh, so uh, go see his movie with Tiffany Haddish. But what Cat Williams did was he kind of shit on Tiffany Haddish. And Kevin Hart just stood up for Tiffany. But then the fucking hood came after Kevin. I say the hood. I, when I mean the hood, I mean uh, just black people. I don't actually mean the hood. But I, what I'm assuming is like black Twitter. They were like, fuck you. You're not funny. Cat Williams is funny. He's keeping it real. He never attacked you. You're attacking him. He just said that more, people deserve opportunities before Tiffany. And which... You could argue the ins and outs of that. I won't. I like Tiffany a lot. I like Tiffany a lot. I like Kevin a lot. I like Cat Williams a lot. I'm just telling you what happened. Fuck them all, man. They're not on Secret Time on Netflix. Dave Grohl. First off, he pops three Advils 90 minutes before the show. Then prepares the waterfall of booze he's about to ingest. An hour before the gig, he has a Coors Light. 50 minutes before the gig, he hits his first Jägermeister. Finishes a Coors Light, then gets another Coors Light going down. Now there's a bunch of people around, so he's throwing shots at everyone, taking shots with everyone in the room. Next, another Coors Light's down. I got a new cold one. Maybe about 20 minutes before the show is going on. I've had three or four shots of Jäger and three Coors Lights. Then they sort of clear out the room 15 minutes before so we can have the room to ourselves. This is bad. This is how I spent every night of my life for the past half year. That's why I'm not scared of the Lord. I've seen worse. That's what he said. Then 15 minutes before the show, which they, when they need their privacy, which he says is bullshit. So then he feels guilty because he's the only one doing Jaeger shots. So he starts making doing the rest of the band do Jaeger shots. But they're drinking white wine and champagne. So I'm pounding them with Jaeger and I have to take them. So now I'm five or six shots in and I'm like, time to walk on stage. Time to crack another beer and have a cold one as I pick up the bottle and kill the last inch of Jaeger. That's how he starts his show. Holy shit. Dude, and I thought I had a problem. <laughs> By the way, I will I will gladly sit and go shot for shot with Dave Grohl if he gets to hang out backstage and just pace him. I'll be his pace car. Everyone's slamming Kristen Bell for smoking weed in front of her sober husband. Fuck off. Dude, it's their fucking marriage. Stay out of their fucking bedroom. Did you see his viral tweet? No. He responded. Let me find it. If my wife wants to start a reggae band, she can start a reggae band. That would be like a diabetic expecting their partner to never eat dessert. Get real. 
Say what you want to say about Dak Shepard. He is uh He's a ride or die motherfucker. All right, let's get to this. Let's get to this Ricky Gervais clip. Bert, are you sucking spit through your mouth? Now, what had happened on this episode, you should watch all this. 73,000 people have watched it. It's on Jim and Sam's uh, uh, YouTube page. Uh, Ricky Gervais came in. I'm a huge Ricky Gervais fan. I didn't know that Ricky Gervais had been in a band, a legit band. And I didn't know that he was absolutely gorgeous in his 20s. He was gorgeous. Like, go- like steam room gorgeous. Like, fucking, don't go to prison. They'll knock out your teeth and turn you into a suck puppet gorgeous. Like, feature- facial features, full head of hair. He still has a full head of hair, but like, just gorgeous. And so he said that he had started playing uh, music, <clears throat> that he was a, a musician. And I knew that a little bit, but I'd forgotten it. And we got him to play one of his original songs. I put it on my Instagram. Um, let's see if I can pull my Instagram. There's the... State King. He was in a 1980s British new wave group. Here's, here's, this is real quick. I have it all on my Instagram. I don't know why I'm pulling up their YouTube page. Here is Ricky Gervais playing one of his originals. By the way, this song's been stuck in my head for the entire week. Here we go. Ricky Gervais singing the Ballad of Johnny. What Johnny wants to do is buy a set of wheels or two. Join a sleazy band he. Wants to die against a tree, but he just crashes in his room, dies on stage and stumbles home. What Johnny wants to do. That's enough. Hey guys, make sure to watch my special secret time on Netflix. (laughs) Always promoting, always promoting. And so then here, we might as well do the, let's play. I want to see the whole video. I'm going to get out of my Instagram, uh, get out of Google News. Get out of, uh, man, duh, fucking, I wish I knew her name. Diane Feinstein, Feinstein said something brilliant today about this Kavanaugh thing. But I don't talk politics on here. And by the way, fuck you for all you guys who are like, uh, someone told me, they're like, dude, have you ever read the comments about you not talking politics? State your politics. State your politics, bro. No, you just want me to agree with you. And the last thing I want to do is agree with a fucking idiot who's like, state your politics. The comedies are coming after you first, motherfucker. You're weak. You drink, oh, you fucking drink soy. You're a fucking cunt. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If I, that's what someone said to me. And I was like, that's fucking ridiculous. You just want me to agree with your politics. My politics are so complex that like I, they don't even make sense to me. My politics are uh, Bill Cosby's first meal in prison revealed. Pete Davidson called Jeffy Chase a racist. Uh, happy birthday to Joe Isoa tomorrow. Uh, Hank Alderman is turning twenty six, and Brian Sequist is forty four. Uh, here we go. So what we did is we were, I then revealed that I was in a band and there's a part of you that you wants to be serious and you want to take things serious. And I wrote poetry and I was a fucking fool and, and we all joked. And then I translated that to, to talking during sex. I don't talk during sex, but I don't talk during sex because I, I'm afraid to show that part of me. I'm afraid that it's going to look silly. Like I, I'm, I, I'm protective of the honest part of me. I'm only cool being honest when I'm angry sometimes, you know? So I said to Louie, or I said to Louie, I said to Ricky, I said, do you uh, talk during sex? And he was like, and he was getting very uncomfortable. But this way, this whole show is like super cringy, but in like a fun way. Like douche chills of us making fun of the parts of our personality that we're afraid to show to everyone else. And so. It was really good. 
No, yeah. I can't do it either. Oh. This is Ricky right. pretending to talk. Right. How about you? Yeah, shot now you're a good dirty talker. Right. Ricky, this good is... dirty talker. Do you talk during surgery? So, I, listen, I, I, I played, yes, I played yes, Johnny. I played fucking Johnny. Okay, we'll start with Bert then. We'll yeah, start, what you, what Bert, Bert here's yes. where we are. We're in the bedroom, right? Okay. You and your wife, you're in the you're okay. you're you're going through very, very intimate moments. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm trying to get into the moment and okay, I can't get new. there and I go, you know what? Let's just what are you saying to her? What are you saying? That was nice. Okay, I'm going. <laughs> Why? It's hot stuff. Right. Hot stuff. Right, Wait, Ricky, you're listening. Yeah. No, 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 Ricky, you gotta sit down. You gotta nice. sit down. Sit down. No, no, Ricky. Ricky, sit down. Sit, sit down. down. Come on. Sit down. Let's show end. Sit down. We have about 25 minutes. Yeah. Not even. We're yeah. still good. We're almost there. No, we're we good. Don't. Fuck off. I was here at quarter to nine. Okay, like it see. when. Yeah. This is this is like bullying now. I'll see if I have a good text to read. Go ahead. Yeah, Jim, you read one of your texts just to get Bert in the mood. By the way, I always say this is probably the fun. This is one of the funnest times I've ever had on radio. This was fucking amazing. <laughs> I can't <laughs> read a text, Jim. No, uh, these are two. These are no. These after are here. that poem we just read, the uh, fact that your text we'll call, we'll call my wife. We'll call my wife. You don't have to. One that I I'll no, call my wife and I'll find wife. out. Don't find call out. your poor wife. Don't pander to these two. They're like ghouls. Bert, they're like. I think uh, you might uh, be right. I think you should call your wife. If if and I'll ask her if I've ever talked during sex. What I've said. But you're, I hope she says something. Crazy I hope she says something. But it wasn't him. Tell her she's on the air, bro. Hey, babe, you're on the air. You're on the air. You're on the radio, madam. Okay. Uh, hey, if, uh, I, if I've ever talked during sex, what have I said? Oh, God. Oh. What you heard there is my daughter saying, your child's in the car. And I realized, look at that look on my face. That's Will Smith jumping out of a helicopter. I realize, oh, fuck. My daughter just heard me say I don't talk during sex. And watch... First of all, watch if you can the Ricky's response. Okay, Ricky is my favorite part. Why would you? My kids are in the car. She wants me. No, that's what. That's what. Oh fuck! Look at him grab his head. Ricky's grabbing his hair and he's at the door like, "We need to run. We need to get out." He's muddy. So what? Maybe that's what you said in bed. I told you not to do it. Now watch. Jim hasn't realized that my daughter was in the car. He doesn't know what is happening. Like Jim's like, "Wait, what happened?" Because he didn't hear it. You do it. Oh my kids are in the fucking car. So what? That's a fair question. Maybe they want to know too. The cops. Oh, fucking what? hell. Oh, my daughter just goes, there's kids in the car. Uh, oh, God. Bert, what oh. happened? <laughs> oh, your daughter said that? My daughter goes, oh. there's kids in the car. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. Bert, what did you ask your wife? Oh, my God. Maybe they didn't hear it. Look at Ricky's genuinely concerned. My daughter concerned. just goes, there's kids in the car. <laughs> you said if I, if I, if I, I go, what if I've like, ever... like, It was like you were calling with your lawyer for an alibi. <laughs> if I've ever spoken during sex, what, <laughs> what have I said? I said? Oh. 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 Okay. <laughs> I didn't know your daughter we said can't, that. We can't top that. I'm going. Right. Cheers. That's one of the funnest fucking things I've I've ever done on radio. It was fucking such a great day. Let's wrap this up with uh, real quick. We're just gonna say Kristen and Danny. I'm sure they have a new video. Let's see what's the date on this. A day ago, Kristen and Danny verbal commitment. They're gonna be out here in October. I will be in the middle of sober October. Uh, we're gonna talk about. Remind me to close on sober October. Um, uh, Kristen and Danny are going to be uh, 
out here. They they hit me up on Instagram and said, thanks for the shout out. I'm glad you like our videos. They must have watched it. I hope they watched it and know what they're in store for because I'm not sure. Sh- it's not like a slam piece. I like them. I'm fans, but I'm curious. I want to pick apart like where their path, where like where I think she was a Dallas cowgirl cheerleader. I think she was some sort of analyst or something. No, she was also a host. Yeah, but but so let's see their newest video. Oh, big day in the Adams I've already household. fucking seen it. Danny got LASIKs, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Jesus Christ. Sober October. No, hold on. Okay. Hold on. Uh, DL Hughley's got a lot of tattoos. Uh, Chanel West Coast. I'm still a fan, even though everyone's hating on her. We'll cover that, guys. Squatting. Something about Stan and Ollie. We'll leave those up. Maybe we'll cover them next time. Uh, let's let's talk real quick about Paul Baldwin, a.k.a. the Steak King. Steak Nation, get ready. Hashtag Steak Nation. Hashtag Steak King. Let's see all his hashtags. He shot uh, steak porn for you guys, for the steak lovers. Now, what I want you to do is I want you to watch this video. Now, it's Paul underscore Baldwin on Instagram. And I want you to leave the most intensely erotic messages almost borderline inappropriate but not flaggable okay long i want them to be long i want them to be almost as long as like a a fabio uh love novel an erotic story i want erotic stories of maybe your first experience with steak (laughs) these are just jumping off points your first experience with steak the one time you accidentally ate steak in college but you're a vegan and how it happened I want to hear about the one time you were traveling abroad and steak found you on a beach and you didn't expect it. I'm cool with every steak interaction that's pornographic that you can make. Here's Leanne Kreischer's coming out for the podcast, but let's watch the video because Paul, you forget he's a fucking makes TV. You forget that's his job. I forgot it. Here we go. Steak Nation. Paul underscore Baldwin. Steak porn. I'm going to start this over. I want Leanne to watch this. I want Leanne to watch this. Yeah. Leanne, will you sit over here just over my shoulder and watch this? So you know what's going on, correct? I guess that would be fair. Yeah, you just walk not, in the room. That's not in context. Yeah, yeah. Here. <laughs> Sit right here. <clears throat> so you know that Paul Baldwin posted this picture yeah, of steak, yeah. and me. we've gotten 12, 1,700 comments on it, uh-huh. 1,200 likes. Uh-huh. He's increased his uh, followers. I suggest everyone follows Paul. Yeah, see if you can go wide and cover Leanne on Who's this that too. that guy? That's Paul Baldwin, Leanne. That's Paul? Yeah. He's Who? gotten so great. Hey, Leanne. He well, watches I, this. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, but I, I don't remember him being great. Here, this is a video of Paul. I want you to carry these headsets on so you can hear it, okay? Okay, this is a video of Paul uh, in in Japan. He's not in Japan. Kyoto, Japan. This is an old video of when we were all traveling together. This is just a little teaser. So now that, 
that's that was his next post. This is another post where he calls out Rogan for eating Wait, elk. That's Just, all he did. Hold on, and then he shot this. This is for all the all the open tabs listeners for his steak nation. He is the steak king. It's called steak porn. You ready? <laughs> a box of wine. Uh, I see the box. Yeah. It's me and Polly. I got it. I got it. Look at it. These two mistakes are just hitting each other. Why just mistakes are just pounding each other? Look, wait, watch them cuddle. Watch them cuddle. They're cuddling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, more box of wine. That's a shout out to me. And then, how do we end this? Oh. <laughs> That's really funny. So everyone. That's, that's really stupid funny. Everyone go to Paul Baldwin, Paul underscore Baldwin, and I want your best steak sex story. The first time you and steak met, the time that steak and you accidentally did it in college, the time that you were, on a, on, you were traveling abroad and you and steak met on a beach, the time that you were faithful to chicken, but you were on a work trip and oh steak God. entered you. He's gone into a different I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to start this off with I want your steak inside me. I want your steak inside me. I want your steak inside me. Okay. You guys can all do better than that. I've just posted it. Uh <laughs> Paul's doing business on here. Some guys, he's like, oh, amazing. Cleveland Bunkers, we've been searching for you. We're going to find you on the audition from E. Best. Sig Nation's worthy for sure. Fucking Paul. All right. That's my episode. Ladies and gentlemen, today is October. Today is September 27th. There are what? How many days? There are one, two, three days left of, left of binge drinking. I didn't drink last night. I thought Sober October would start for me last night. But I've got to shoot something tonight, and I think I may need to drink for it. So, but it will start October first. I'm I'm not certain, but I think we're getting together for a powwow, uh, politically insensitive. We're getting together for a meeting on the 30th to talk about the logistics of Sober October. But on so October first, it starts. Me, Joe Rogan, Ari Shafir, Tom Segura, no marijuana, no booze, uh, physical activity. We will keep you up to date when we discover what physical activity we have all signed off on. I'm not certain, but I think Big Tommy Buns came up with something that you will be able to enjoy yourself uh, and get involved. Uh, I'm not certain. I can't really reveal it. But follow us all uh, on our Instagrams at Ari Shafir, at Segura Tom, at Joe Rogan, at Burt Kreischer. And all the fan art you put out, we will all retweet. I will put them, we'll probably put them all in our stories, but we'll tag you and so you can get followers that way. So if you're interested, put your best Sober October fan art, put it out there, hashtag Sober October, Sober October, tag Joe, tag Ari, tag me, tag Tom, and the first one of us get, gets to it, we'll repost it. I fucking love these fan arts. Any videos you can shoot, if you got a talent and you want to show it to millions of people, this is the right way to go about it. We support that shit. Make fun of all of us. Tom's fat. Ari Welch's. Joe's a really great podcaster. I'm an elite athlete. All right.
I love you guys with all my heart. Have a fantastic week. Shout out to Will Smith. I miss you, brother. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.